isolation. Say it with me now. Alcoholism, I mean Animal Crossing. A game created for babies, yet played by adults. And now here are the last humans on Earth who aren't in six-figure debt to a shifty raccoon. Alison Goldberg and Jennifer Jagula. guys, I'm Jen. I'm Allie. This is Two Girls, One Podcast, and that, I believe, was the sound of some whimsical animals crossing over a landscape. Is that correct, <laughs> Matt? Yes. <laughs> was that they the theme to Animal Crossing? Okay. Yes, the theme to Animal Crossing New Horizons. Wow. How You cheerful. nailed it, Jen. However, did you come <laughs> up with that? <laughs> well. Is it maybe the topic of today's episode? Perhaps. A big Ooh. hint. Omega. <laughs> I we'll actually loved so much when you said omga, and I think we should make that a thing. Omga. It was the funniest Duh. thing ever. <laughs> so good. You're right. People say lol, they should say omga, but we haven't talked about schwamping in a while, but we can get to there later. Yeah, but we'll get back to schwamping. I mean, I've gotten back to schwamping. <laughs> I mean, we're in quarantine. I'm schwamping yeah, every what day. What are you going to do? No, you're not. You got Adam. <laughs> hey, a girl's got needs. I'm schwamping every day. Just kidding. <laughs> Before we get too far, Allie and I are performers who had a show called Blogologs. It was a live comedy show where we used the internet as our script. We got curious about who were these people behind the post. So we started a web series, uh, Two Girls, One Show, where we interviewed people behind the post and went on scripted adventures. And now, uh, a while later, we've decided to do Two Girls, One Podcast with The Daily Dot and Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey. Hey, again. Uh, And uh, on this show, as a lot of you probably already know, we are interviewing people behind internet communities, a phenomena that we find interesting. And today we are touching upon the biggest thing to happen in this whole quarantine, really, aside from, you know, the actual terrible things that are happening out there, which <laughs> is Animal Crossing. So, Matt, I know you are involved with Animal Crossing with your daughter, right? Are you playing? Oh, yes. Okay, so maybe you can enlighten us in a simple way as to what we're dealing with here. (laughs) Matt, I know you can get into the weeds, okay? We just want a basic rundown of Animal Crossing. I'm going to convey this the best way I know how. I've been looking forward to Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is the Switch version, the latest game in the series. My daughter has been excited about it because I've been I had been sharing media about it, explaining the game to her. You have indoctrinated her so well. So well, so hard. But here's how I know that this game is like next level. My wife, she's not a gamer, and but she enjoys things like Tetris. She really loves Tetris and she loves Mario Kart. But that is it. And for years, I have tried to say, you would really love Stardew Valley. You can like plant flowers and crops and it's so great. And Or you'd really love this, the game or that game. And she's like, what's the point? What's the goal? I need a goal. Don't you guys? have children to raise and homeschool while working two jobs what's going on no we got we we, we need our game time okay my daughter and i p- started playing the day one my wife's been seeing us play and we said mommy you you could move into the island you could be our neighbor you could do all these things she's like i don't know i don't think so ma, ma, ma. finally she tried she created a character we really we forced her to do it she joined the island and Within one day, 
She is the hardest core Animal Crossing player I have ever seen. She is motivated by grinding out, getting cash, getting flowers. There's other things. There's, they're called Nook Miles, where different activities you do in the game earn you miles, which you can cash in for tickets, which leads you to other things. She is what gamers call min-maxing, where you do the absolute optimal thing. Like she's, I question whether she's even having fun. She's so obsessed <laughs> with this game. Well, that's not selling it. <laughs> I can go and do other things and let her generate income for the island because it's a shared space. So she's uh, getting okay, I see. <laughs> cash and items that I can then trade online. And, and, and so we are now playing as a family and working towards goals together. So she's generating income. I'm sort of like the um You're chilling while your wife brings home the bacon. Sort of, but but <laughs> I, my character is the one who can act. We can create bridges or, or ramps and things so we can get to different parts of the island. And my daughter, who is seven, adores the game. She's amazing at designing clothing in this game. Like she's a good artist, but I'm like blown away that she can create like pixel art and she's making princess costumes wow. and she's she made a shirt, a donut shirt that literally looks like it was from the game and the 7-year-old made it. It's amazing. She's an entrepreneur. I remember her gum business. She's good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so have you and your wife gone on a date yet in Animal Crossing? <sighs> If you consider like logistical planning and gardening and uh, trading, turnip trading uh, as dates, then yes, we've had very profitable, successful dates uh, well, did you on, know a, on a daily basis. There's an island in Animal Crossing where people can go just, just for dates. <laughs> and I'm that's ready. what Great we're talking about today. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So today we're talking with a... Uh, person, Lady Brittany, an Animal Crossing player, also a Twitch streamer, who built an entire island in Animal Crossing for dates and perhaps weddings. But we will talk about that a little bit later. And it sounds freaking fantastic. So selfless. She just built an island for people to have dates on. Yeah. You can go see a tour of this on her Twitch channel. You can see a tour of the island it's, and all the beautiful. date spots on it. Yeah, it really is beautiful. It's like you feel like you're in outer space, maybe under an ocean. It's remarkable because most the point of the game is to make a cute island where you live with your villagers and you make it your own. It's it, you make it your home. And what Brittany has done is she has made it for other people. It's a romance. It's a romance island. It's not her home island in a way. And that is very special and giving and it's unique. That's awesome. I can't wait till VR where you create like an island for fucking, you know what I mean? It's like the red light island. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been really useful during quarantine. Yeah. I know. I really just want a dance party. That's all I want. Um, and, and I want to go on a date in Animal Crossing. I know. It sounds but so I, lovely. I know. I know I, yeah. Well, this is getting sad. Let's do some trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got some Animal Crossing trivia. It was it was really it's really hard for me to like watch a bunch of videos and read a bunch of articles about you know my favorite game right now. So uh, I hope you appreciate all the hard work I did to mm -hmm. get this trivia going. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Animal Crossing is a Japanese video game series that came to the U.S. in 2001 and has had many iterations on many different Nintendo consoles. The games are beloved because. It's a real-time mechanic, as I'm sure you have seen from your research. Whatever day and time it is in real life, in the real world, that is the time of day it is in the game. And so that affects things in the game, like 
villager behaviors, what bugs and fish are moving around the, the, the island or the town that you're in, what songs are playing on the radio. So the world is different depending on when in the real world you are playing the game. And I, that is so unique to Animal Crossing. There's really nothing else like that. Uh, so in 2012, uh, there was an Animal Crossing release called uh, New Leaf, which was for the Nintendo DS. And this mechanic led to a very creepy Easter egg. So if you purchase a TV in the game, you can put a TV in your house and you can turn the TV on and it, the TV will show like a tennis match or a little sitcom or like little cute little like a cooking show or whatever it'll show you stuff on tv that's like oh i'm, I'm in my house watching tv and it's different little programs that turn on at different times of the day but if you're watching tv in the game at 3 33 a.m on sunday or monday the tv static will abruptly change to something super creepy Oh, what no. comes on the Animal what? Crossing TV at 3:33 a.m.? This is just something somebody put in to fuck with people. This is yeah. This is nuts. Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. A. The TV will show a UFO, and then an alien <gasps> will talk to the player in a strange language. Pause. Did anyone see that the Pentagon declassified footage of UFOs and everyone is so obsessed with coronavirus that nobody gave a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't watch it. I watched them. Is it? Well, what you do you think? Did. Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it, is it terrifying? Are they real? Yeah, what do you think? No, I mean, aliens are definitely real. You think we're like the only life form out there? And like they're unidentified flying objects. That's what they are. And they move unlike anything that can be identified. And that's all I have to say. I have no Great. further information. You You've watch heard the it videos. Here. Confirmed. Confirmed. Aliens, aliens have visited. Aliens are real. Earth. Okay, what are the next options? <laughs> Choice B, the TV will show a screaming female Yurei, Yurei, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. It is a Japanese ghost from Japanese folklore who cannot reach the afterlife. So like a, 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 a trapped spirit. Ooh, that's scary. Okay. Choice C, the TV will show Katsuya Iguchi, the creator of Animal Crossing, who scolds the player and tells them to go the fuck to bed. Uh, <laughs> emphasis added. I, he doesn't actually say fuck. I, I said that. I was going to say, I think this is a pretty wholesome game from what I gather. <laughs> it's a very wholesome game. <laughs> I think C is kind of sweet, but I also feel like I need to be on brand and choose A. What were you going to say, Jen? See, I feel like I've been choosing first lately and you've been diversifying. So, okay, why don't, why don't you take A and I'll take C. Ali goes with the aliens, of course, and Jen goes with uh, the Japanese developer telling him to go to bed. We'll find out the correct answer after this commercial break. Hello, everybody. You know who this is. It's still Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Who are you? I don't know anymore. I uh, know, we're pretending like this is some weird ad spot, but really, we're just here to thank it's you. It's just us. It's for just supporting us. our Patreon. We really do appreciate it, especially in these unpredictable, unprecedented times. So a big yes. thank you to Chris Harrison, Jerry Duran, Jessica Fox, Melissa Elliott, James Dozier, and Christopher Latch. Thank you so, so very much. We appreciate you. You too, listener. If you donate just a mere $10 or more, you also can be shouted out on this podcast every week. So get on it. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. And now a real advertisement. 
advertisement entitled Free Vegan Hamster Gazing from the website used by free vegans around the globe. Craigslist. <laughs> I've been practicing the ancient tribal meditation art of vegan hamster gazing for 10 years now and feel that I am close to perfection with my practice. I'm inviting you, free of charge, to gaze at my vegan hamster for a whole new level of oneness. Email for more details. Sawdust will be provided. Thanks. So, he's gazing at the hamster? Yeah, you haven't heard of this practice? It's similar to earthing. What's earthing? That they're both stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Earthing is when you walk barefoot on the earth and it's supposed to be healing in some way. You know, I actually saw somebody doing that this winter in the Catskills out for a winter hike, like still snow on the ground everywhere, like ice on the ground. And some guy comes by and he's he's gathered like sticks in his hand and he's walking barefoot. His friends are with him and they have shoes on. But he was earthing. And Adam and I were both like, what the? It was so strange. Barefoot. <laughs> um, just completely barefoot on a trail. It was like a, a long hike up a waterfall, like not an easy hike. So people are doing it. Maybe that's the vegan hamster guy. But <laughs> I've literally never heard of vegan hamster gazing before. So, And I'm sorry, is the hamster vegan or is the guy vegan or the, is the gazing vegan? Sounds like the hamster is vegan but what hamsters are hamsters vegan. Hamsters usually eat they're all yeah, vegan. That's, are yeah. they all hamsters are usually vegan i think yeah i gotta do more research on this or you gotta contact the guy who wrote you matt because that's what happens i've let my vetting process be a little less stringent because uh you know we could use the cash <laughs> if i'm being honest i can't argue with that <laughs> all right so trivia what do we got <laughs> The beloved Animal Crossing franchise is full of really wonderful Easter eggs, little things you can interact with and surprises around every corner. And if you are a little bit uh, obsessed with the game and you find yourself playing at 3.33 a.m. on a Monday or a Sunday in uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf, you're going to get a surprise if your television is on. What creepy thing happens? Ali, you chose A, that a UFO and an alien will appear and speak in a strange language. Uh, choice B was a yurei, a Japanese ghost, will appear. Or C, the choice that Jen chose, the creator of Animal Crossing will tell you to go to bed. Sticking with those answers? Yes, please. Yeah, I guess so. Imagine it is 3.30 in the morning in real life. And you're laying in your bed or you're sitting on your couch with your handheld Nintendo DS. It's dark in the game, and it's dark in real life, and then this happens. Uh, 
That is a super creepy alien that just comes on your TV randomly and uh, go to bed, I guess. Oh, what Man. was he saying? That kind of scared the no. shit out of me and it's midday. Yeah. <laughs> we need a translator. Yeah, you, you see the text. You have, it's all, the game's all about reading, so you're reading the text constantly. The alien has no text. It literally just comes on, surprises you when you least expect it, 3.30 in the morning, says something, and then disappears. Wow. Matt, have you seen it? Only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Yeah, that's scary. I feel like Ali got abnormally quiet, which means she is scared. <laughs> For real scared. Man. I think that's declassified information from the Pentagon. That's what that video is. That's really mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, friends, it is time for our interview. Please welcome our guest, who is a Twitch streamer who built an entire island for Animal Crossing dates and weddings, we have just learned. Please welcome Lady Brittany. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Hello. How are you? I am really good playing Animal Crossing while we do this podcast. So. You are? <laughs> focus, Lady Brittany, focus. I feel like as a Twitch streamer, I know how to multitask. Thank you very much. <laughs> so what's going on in the in Animal Crossing right now? <laughs> I don't know. Kind of upkeeping my... I've got weeds and stuff all over that I needed to pick and just my daily talking to my villagers, saying hi. Oh my God. Stuff. I feel like I would love this game. Talking it's to villagers, picking weeds. Picking That's weeds? my kind of day. Oh my god, Jen, it's your day right now. That really is that like is life on the farm. <laughs> no, it's you right now in New Hampshire. You sent I me know. Fo- yeah. Adam sent me photos of Jen hanging out with her neighbors. <laughs> Social distance wise, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Social distance is true. There was yeah. a gap. There was a gap. Yeah. Okay, okay, gap. okay. Let's let's focus on on Lady Brittany. <laughs> so, Brittany, when did you notice that people were having dates in Animal Crossing? I guess I should preface that I, I built this island regardless of if people were going to have dates. Every video game that has you name a town ever, I've always named you Pendy, which is from The Lion King 2, and it means love. Wait, from The Lion King? Yeah, so I've named Sing it. The Lion King 2, straight, uh, a straight-to-video release, I presume. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know this song. Sing it. I mean, you can just YouTube the video. It's super Was cute. Is it worth it? doesn't sound worth it. It's adorable. Not now. All right, all right. It's adorable. Okay, so that's your island. Your island's called so, Love. So, yeah, huh. it's it's Love Isle. So I had already had the plan of having my whole island be mermaid-themed and space-themed with some kind of love aspect and having cute little spots where you could take really nice pictures because you can take amazing pictures in Animal Crossing. And I was like, I just want to have cute little date spots where everybody can just come take cute pictures and like have my island be nothing but really nice every every aspect is a really nice picture no matter where you're at on my island it looks pretty i wanted to have that for myself just because that's what i thought would be fun for me and be true to like me as a person and then and then i got approached by like everybody wanting to have dates and i was not prepared for like random people i didn't know to have dates and so now i've hosted um almost a dozen dates i have four weddings planned in june and one of them is my mods two of my mods are getting married now on my island so gosh okay back the fuck up so (laughs) what so you said people just started having dates there but like how did they discover you and like what was the first date how did that happen the first date was just with a couple of my friends actually i guess technically the first one was with me and my friend slitherwin when i did the island tour that i had sent you guys of like the clip of here's where our island tour is i guess technically that was probably the first date because we went on all 10 dates what was your friend's name slitherwin like like 
like Harry Potter Slytherin. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is that a Harry Potter reference? It is. Ali, have you ever heard of that? Those stories of Harry Potter? They, they were made into films? Well, it's, but it's different because it's Slytherin <laughs> and you said Slytherin. Is that what you said? Yes. He's mm. a, he's a wizard content creator. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, he's another content creator that I'm really good friends with. And it took us like a half hour to film the entirety of the tour. And he was super, super patient of letting me take like a bajillion pictures yeah, I mean, I like. Snape, Snape was a Slytherin, and in the end, he was good, so. That's no, true. He's, Spoilers. He's Jesus Christ. Also, we can post that tour to our Discord, so y'all can check it out. <gasps> yeah, you have amazing. a Discord? I'm sorry. We do. Discord.com slash, no, is that it, Chen? What is it? <laughs> Discord. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> Discord.gg slash 2G1P. Yeah, yeah, .gg. .gg slash 2G1P. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. The GG's for the two girls. <laughs> I got it. Go, girl. I got it. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So how did people find you? How did these dates start? <laughs> well, because I streamed, I had just told my stream, hey, if you guys want to want me to host a date, I'll host a date. And then I had posted that tour on my Twitter. And then Polygon reached out and was like, this is amazing. But Polygon only found me from another content creator who is dumb. <laughs> I love her. Uh, Curious Cleffa, and she uh, had posted that she had changed her Tinder bio to have Animal Crossing dates. And then Uh. Polygon reached out to her and she was like, no, you need to talk to Lady Brittany because she has an entire island about this. And like, I'm just I'm just being stupid on the Internet. So they came and contacted me on Twitter and I happened to be live. So I was like, just come see the island on my Twitch. I don't like I, I don't have a thing yet. So then I made the tour and then they put it in the article and linked my Twitter and my Twitch and then it just expanded from there. You're maximizing this time in quarantine. I'm having a blast. I really want to go on a date in Animal Crossing, but I have to get a Nintendo Switch, right? Yes. Ugh, fuck this noise. I don't game. It seems like a big investment. Okay, we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> so can you describe the island a bit more for us? Especially what, what are these like romantic scenes that you're talking about? Like visually, what does it look like so our listeners get an idea? When you come onto an island, you come off of a plane and then you immediately walk into what I've called the mermaid entrance. And it's nothing but blue and purple roses, which are the blue roses are the rarest of the game and a bunch of like seashell stuff that's uh, customized to be pearl. So it's two arches and four waterfall or four shell fountains and then two of the big fountains. So it's like a really nice garden plaza um, into the plaza. And then the first like date spot is a grove of trees with a little swinging bench with a row of candles walking you down the little path to the bench so that you can sit and take pictures on the bench surrounded by trees and candles and romanticness. Oh my God, this is so romantic. This reminds me of like the curated dates on The Bachelor where there's like suddenly a violinist playing out of nowhere. <laughs> this yeah, is basically. Awesome. You said something about the, it's, you land and then they're, there are the rarest flowers there. Yeah. So does that mean that you also like are doing really well in Animal Crossing and are able to have these flowers that other places can't have? Is that how that works? Um, at this point in the game, that's probably not true, but I've had the flowers for about three weeks. But I had my entire like my entire community. We spent a week of real lifetime doing nothing but flower breeding. So we would come in, everybody would water flowers. I would skip a day. Everybody would come in, water flowers, skip a day. And we spent like hours upon hours upon hours of nothing but just flower breeding so that I could have all of the roses that I wanted. 
so like I, I wouldn't be at this point if I didn't have like 10 other people that had constantly helped me for like a week straight. When you say your community, what do you mean? Who are all these people that helped? Like everybody in my stream community. So like people in chat, my moderators, friends that I've had for years that were like just chilling in chat and were like, yeah, I've got Animal Crossing. I'll come water flowers and, and just uh, work basically. <laughs> man. Yeah, I just put everybody to work. Slave That's a dedicated labor. community. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No, they did. Like I had redone my island several times. We redid the orchard six times before I got it how I wanted it and then changed it again once I got this island layout. Like it was a stupid amount of work. Um, is it true that you have to be present for the dates because you host them? And is that weird? No, it's not weird. And yes, I do. I'll either hide in my house and let people just do whatever. Or if they want me to, I will follow them around and take pictures from like far away. So they can sit on the little date spot and take their little close up picture. But I can stand at the bottom of whatever they're at and take a cute picture or take a picture off to the side so they get different angles. When you're just like chilling on the island, you could theoretically like leave and go about your life, right? I mean, you can't leave because we're in quarantine, but you know what I mean? Like you just, you just have to be like kind of logged in and present. Is that right? Yep. Basically I have to make sure my switch doesn't fall asleep. I've changed my settings so that doesn't happen. But if your switch falls asleep, it will kick everybody off the island. That's one way to end a bad date. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've changed my settings to make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, But usually if, if somebody's on my island, I'm usually streaming and they know that obviously I'm just hanging out, talking to chat saying, Hey, we're hosting a date right now. And we talk about Animal Crossing or we talk about life. Well, you could go about your business on the island. I like Allie's like, oh, you could walk away and make a sandwich. And I'm thinking like, no, there are weeds to pull and fish to catch on the other side of the island so that you're not interrupting the date. No, because if I'm hosting a date on my island, the island is pristine. There's not a single weed or single stick or anything on it. She's a good host. Amazing. Oh my Um, gosh. Matt likes those so, weed selfless. dates. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I've been on a lot of weed dates. I went on one on Saturday, so. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Well, it seems to me that this is so cool because of how interactive it is. So you described like the photos you can take and the different areas people can be in. What else can people do together on dates, especially for Animal Crossing novices like us who don't entirely understand like the way that people are interacting here? Well, so one of the things that I'll be doing in one of the weddings that I'll host that I can do in a date if people want to is we'll host games. So there's a timer in the game that you can set a timer for three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, or 15. Um, And then it does a ready, set, go for everybody to see. So even if there's stream delay, if I'm streaming, everybody starts at the same time, no matter what. Um, So you can do a fishing contest. You can do a bug contest where you have to catch the most fish or the most bugs. And then the winner gets a prize. Um, you can also use that to play hide and go seek. Um, you can also use that to play sardines, which is reverse hide and seek where one person hides and everybody goes to find them. Usually most people are just like walking around someplace different and like, think of it like walking through a park as a date. It's kind of like that. You basically just go, you go for a walk, you take a seat down at a bench or something and you have a conversation. So most people are just coming here to like, feel like they've gotten away and gone somewhere without actually physically going somewhere, if that makes sense. That's so lovely. Um, Because as someone who is sort of dating in quarantine, <laughs> you know, you got to start getting creative and like the first, you know what I mean? So I'm wondering, do you have repeat 
couples will the, where they'll have their first date and take a walk on the island and the second date and play games. Cause like in my own life, I'm trying to like level up the dates. Like you have a zoom chat first, fine. But then like the second date, me and this guy, we like built forts in our respective living rooms. You know what I mean? You got to like do something. <laughs> That's so fun. I do something different every day of the week. So like I have a set schedule of on these days, I do these. You're kind of like a cruise to- director. I know. I'm so impressed. Kind of. So I'll do stuff on Wednesday where we do wishing Wednesdays, for example. So I host a shooting star night. So I'll have people come and everybody can stay for about 20 minutes, half an hour so that a lot of people can catch shooting stars and they'll just sit and take pictures and do shooting stars in the galaxy garden. Sunday fun day, we do games. Thursdays, we do tournaments. Saturdays we do social Saturdays. So I've had I've gone to go visit other people's islands, but they've had both of them there and they've given me a tour of their island. But like they're having a date, so I'm interrupting their date for them to give me a tour. And I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, We want to have a tour on your island. I'm like, mm. Yeah, and sometimes you don't know what it is. Sometimes you're like, Are we hanging? Is this a date? Like what's going on? So how do people find your island though? Or maybe that's just an Animal Crossing thing, but you know, like just even to just see the shooting stars, like how does one find you? So they either have to add me as a friend on the Switch, but usually what you do, Animal Crossing has it set up to where if you want to open it online to anyone, you set what's called a Dodo code and it's five. It's a combination of five, either numbers or letters or a combination of both. And you send that to who you want it to be to. So if I'm hosting a date, I'll set a Dodo code and I'll send it specifically to the two people who need it or the one person and then they send it to their significant other. So there's another element to this that we haven't talked about yet, which is the idea that these are live streamed. Are they live streamed? If so, our audience is interacting with them. If I'm live streaming, I tell the the couple I'm live streaming. I've done some where I haven't been live streaming, but most people have just been like, yeah, that's totally fine because they know I'll, I'll leave them alone. But chat doesn't interact with them in any way unless like when they get there, we'll be like, oh my gosh, you guys look cute, right? When they get there, they're... I've had a whole bunch of people like dress up for dates, which is cute where they're in matching outfits or they've customized outfits and created like special outfits just for the dates, um, which is super fun. So like the only time people interact is usually when they get there um, and they'll say, oh my gosh, you guys look really cute or have a good date. And then I'll relay that message in game chat to them because they're not in my stream 90% of the time. Outside of that, we don't really interact with them. My whole community is very, very respectful of giving people privacy, but still letting me interact with my community itself and being like, hey, what do you guys want to do when we're done with this? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Or if it's on a specific day, I'm like, okay, this should be done at this time because that's what we agreed to. And then I'll do what we had planned already. And everybody's pretty chill about it. So your stream is generally just streaming Animal Crossing. And then you'll be you'll go on pause for the dates yeah basically i'll still be like animal crossing will still be up on the screen and i'll walk around my house and decorate my house or whatever but i'm not commenting on the date for the most part yeah that's interesting too it gets back to our earlier question of like your viewers are not seeing the date most of the time unless you're going to take a picture they're just seeing you hanging in your house while and, and they know the date's going on but they're not yeah, it, I went to your page. I was trying to find like actual dates. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty hard to find. Um, yeah, that's that's great. I, I worry that that came out kind of negative, but I think it's like really lovely that you're just like pausing everything so these strangers can have a date. It's really nice. 
Yeah, um, I, I start with a tour. So I go through and I give them a tour and say, hey, here's everything if they're not familiar with my island. Because most people, for the most part, have just found me from the Polygon article and have been like, hey, I found you on Polygon. I want to see your island because they picked some of the best pictures from my island. And I'm like, cool, fine, win. And then I have to give them a tour because they haven't actually come into stream to see my island. So I start off their date by giving them a tour of the island if they want one. And if they don't want one, I'm like, okay, cool, go have fun. Shops are open or whatever. I'll be in my house unless you need me. But I don't consider it part of their date because like, I'm just giving them a tour of my island and then I leave them alone to, to actually have their date, right? We would love to hear about some of the best and or worst dates, if you can share that, that you've hosted or like the longest, the shortest, any like novelties stick out to you? Um, so the best date that I had was last week. We had a couple that found me from Polygon, had never watched me on Twitch, but started watching after that because I was so nice, which was really cool for me. And they came on and had custom made outfits specifically for the date, which I thought was really sweet. And I said, oh my gosh, you guys dressed up for the date. That's adorable. And they were like, we dress up for real dates, like dress, dress up. Like they go to the nines for all of their real dates, even if they're just going to like Wendy's or something, they'll dress up like to the nines. And I was like, oh, that's so nice that this is like a real date for you. Not just like, we're going to go have fun in Animal Crossing. So I thought that was really, really sweet. One of the dates that I had that was like hilarious, it was on Wishing Wednesdays. I had been getting ready to kick out the group that was currently wishing. I had two people back to back host a date night as a channel point redemption on Twitch. And I was like, what? Okay, yeah, we can host a date night. If it's a channel point redemption, I'm supposed to do it right then. Like I'm supposed to, if I'm able to, I do it right then. The only exception to that is Tuesdays. I don't do any channel point redemptions on Tuesdays. So I was like, okay, who do you want to go on a date with? And they're like, I'm single. I just want these two people to have a date. And I was like, what? And it was for my two moderators. And I was like, are you serious? They're like, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving the island so that they can have a date night. And I'm like, they're already here. They're like, nope, <laughs> have them in the next round. And I was like, okay. So then my two moderators redeemed host a date night. And then they just stayed on my island catching stars for the rest of the night and took up two spots. And I was like, this is their fault. Sorry, more people can't wish on stars. My mods suck. Did you fire them after? Are they no longer no, your mods? No, I absolutely. I have I have some of the best mods ever. Like they're super, super, super great. Um, they're actually two of the people that are going to get married here in June. So they got All right, engaged last let's, night. Let's dive in. First of all, did they get engaged in Animal Crossing? Second of all, tell us about the wedding plans. Um, so they got engaged last night. Animal Crossing in June is coming out with a wedding update. So they're like really embracing this. I mean, how many couples have gotten married in Animal Crossing? Do you know? I don't know that it's specifically for other people. The way that they've announced it in the game is that you can take anniversary pictures. It's a way for them to introduce more of the characters in Animal Crossing that aren't currently in the game. So what New Horizons has done is they're slowly incorporating new aspects to the game as we go through the year. The June update will be the wedding season update and we get a little area where we take anniversary pictures for two different villagers that in previous games they've like completely just say nope we're business partners but now we get to go see them get married so like lore wise 
they're expanding on the story of Animal Crossing. It's not necessarily for us to like go get married for ourselves. We're just supposed to set up a little area and then have two villagers take cute wedding pictures. I am sure everybody's going to use it to get married. I know that we will be using it for that because I was like, if we're doing weddings, we're not doing them till the wedding update because it's got a whole bunch of wedding stuff like flowers and benches and decorations and all sorts of like stuff you would see at a wedding. So your moderators are getting married. Uh, Who are the other couples getting married on your island? (laughs) My friend Miranda and I. (laughs) I'm getting married. You're getting married? My question was, have you been on a date at Animal Crossing? And I guess, yes, you have. (laughs) Well, so so I'm married in real life to, like, the best person in the world, Michael. But Miranda Miranda also streams, and she streams on YouTube mostly. She's making the switch to Twitch very slowly. Um, But she she had some guy in chat come and troll her super rudely and was like, will you marry me? You're so pretty. Oh, my gosh. And just wouldn't stop. And I was like, ooh. I'm done with this. And I happened to have a ring in my shop that day at Animal Crossing. So I went and bought the ring. And I was like, Miranda, can I come over to your island? She's like, yeah, babe, come on over. So I come over and I I like wrapped this ring up in a present and I, I gave it to her. And then she opens it and she's streaming the entire time this is happening. And I say, will you marry me? Like in game <laughs> chat while this guy's still like being super obnoxious in chat. Right. And just being completely inappropriate to my friend. She was like, yes, I'll marry you. And I was like, sweet. When we get married, she goes, whenever you want. I said, cool, we'll figure it out. So I did this to just kind of shut this guy down because he was being obnoxious in chat and I just won't have it. Um, but also just cause like Miranda and I are best friends. So it will be fun for us to do this as like, just for fun. Right. Obviously I love her to death, but like, we're not getting married because we're like in love, but the way that her and I are doing our wedding is very, very different because we both stream. So what we're going to do for ours is an Island tour where we're going to send out a message to everybody that we want to invite to our wedding and say, Hey, instead of you coming to our Island to have a wedding, We're going to invite six people to my island, six people to her island, and then we will go, the two of us, to all of our friends' islands, and they set up a little area for us to have a wedding, and they invite whatever five people they want to invite, and we get to go on a tour of all of our friends' islands and do a wedding tour instead of just one, because we have have too many friends, honestly. So you're having a day of weddings. Yeah, basically. We haven't set a date yet because I don't know. We don't know how the wedding update is going to be. And we want to like give people time who don't time travel in the game and like skip ahead of day or whatever to get stuff. Time to set stuff up. So it's probably going to be like mid-June or so before we do it for us. Everybody else, I've got a specific spot on the island that already has a like huge walk down aisle. All I have to do is take out a bench and put like a little archway of flowers or something there so it'll be a really easy change for me to change one of my date spots from being a cute date spot to being a wedding venue do you have any plans to like open a real resort once all this quarantine's over (laughs) i just feel like (laughs) yeah you sound like you're so good at this Mm -hmm. no it's really you have a future as a cruise director this is what i'm so my my dream job outside of honestly if i could just stream all day i totally would if i could if I could do this as a job, I would do this. I love I love streaming and I've had a blast with it. But if I wasn't going to stream and I was going to have a real life adult job, 
I would want to be a wedding planner slash event organizer for conventions. Oh, cool. Um, like Gen Con, PopCon, Comic-Con, all of that chat. Like that would be the dream. Go do it, Lady Brittany. Go do it. What's stopping you? <sighs> There's this wonderful thing called money that you need as an adult. Mm. And I can't afford to go back to college because we have adult bills and adult things that we have to pay for as adults. So I don't have the time to go back to school to get that degree that I that is required for me to be in that field. Like in order for me to be in that field, I can't just be like, I have all of this experience planning really cool things because I have a ton of it because I like planning. I, I, I'm required to have a degree even when I've applied at places. Are you? Yes. Go get it. I've tried on I'm my with, own without I'm with going Matt back on to this school. one, which is a rare situation. Take advantage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've tried. I will go back to school and get my degree eventually. But if I can, if I can stream, I'm just going to stream. To be perfectly honest, and I'll do cool things. Ellie, I really want you to have a date on Britney's Island. I do too, and I have a guy who's ready for it. Mm-hmm. But we don't have. Neither of us have Switch. Darn it! All right, well, It'd we'll be an investment. It out. I have questions from our Discord server for Brittany, if we're ready. What? There's questions from the Discord server? I need to join. Questions from the Discord, baby. Uh, People are excited about this episode. We have some questions regarding the marriages. Um, Intimacy Gandhi and Janice Weeb ask similar questions of like, how seriously do people take the weddings? Like we've seen viral weddings uh, pop up in the Animal Crossing subreddit and clearly you're hosting them. And obviously they are not legally binding, but like, are these people who are going to get married anyway? Are there pe- are they people who treat these as binding marriages or are they, are they really just for fun? And have you seen any backlash or are the, you know, of like, oh, these are not real marriages, any like you know, stodgy people who are getting upset about this. So there is a couple that doesn't know I'm hosting their wedding. Like all of their real life friends are surprising them. They're all teachers and they all play this game together when they're not teaching. Right. And they can't have a wedding in real life now because of quarantine. So this is just a really cool way for their friends to say, Hey, we support your marriage. We support you guys as a couple. We support you for like the rest of your life. I know that a lot of the weddings that I'm going to host are probably just for fun. But I also know that a lot of the dates that I'm having are real dates. And a lot of the weddings I'm going to have are real weddings where they're actually wanting to get married and wanting to celebrate the fact that they're in love, but can't do that with their friends because they can't see their friends. But everybody in the world, for the most part, except for these two lamos, is playing (laughs) Animal Crossing. So like... Even people who've never played this game want to play this game because everyone else around them is playing this game and they're searching for that connection. Yeah, me too. So everybody's got a Nintendo Switch but me? This is crazy. They're expensive. Yeah, you're just lame. I know. They might be an expensive upfront cost, but the amount of time that you're going to spend in play. Yes. Right, but that's kind of horrifying to me that I'll drop money and it'll suck my life away, you know? Oh, dude, I've got like both. 600 hours on this game. So I know both of those <laughs> metrics are frightening to me. <laughs> but that's what like, happens yeah, with once this I game. get it, I'm going to go down that wormhole. I don't know. Yeah, I just want to go on a totally date in Animal Crossing. I just need to like borrow someone's switch. Uh, one more. This is a great question from another member, a uh, listener uh, of our uh, Discord community, almost surely, who is a, a player of Animal Crossing. He asks, how do you manage the NPCs? How do you keep random villagers and merchants from interrupting the dates? Uh, and for the benefit of Ali and Jen, like 
the the characters that live on your island, the other animals, just go about their business, and they could be wandering around, sweeping up, picking apples, you know, whatever. And so, do you lock them in their houses, Brittany? What do you do? Oh no, I just let them wander. So, with Animal Crossing, you just kind of accept the villagers, <laughs> like you just kind of like deal with that aspect. If I go to a restaurant, I don't expect there to not be anyone else there. True. Exactly. Like your waitress is going to walk up while you're in the middle of a conversation and ask you if you want another drink or if you want a refill or if you want anything else. Like you're going to get interrupted in a real date. So most people don't care. Um, if they're taking a picture, they're like, oh, get out of the way. But for the most part, <laughs> they'll just wait till the villager moves. So they all get really excited when they come to my island because I have the best villagers anyway. Not from like, I think they're the best. Like legitimately, if you pull up a list of best villagers, I have all of them. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, like, no big deal, but you're kind of a big deal in Animal Crossing. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I'm a big deal? Yes, yeah, so like, people are just, like, thrilled that, like, your your villagers are popping by. Yeah, usually they've been excited about them. I haven't had Brittany, anyone you should explain. you should explain the tier listings and why they're important for the villagers. Oh, okay. So, tier one is the top 10. Top 10 or top 15. And then tier two is 15 through 45 or something. And then tier two continues or tier three continues after that until you get down to tier six, where it's just like the villagers nobody wants. A lot of the new villagers are up there because they're new, right? So like if I joined. No. To clarify, these are the NPC animals that they're not human players. They are the villagers that move to your island. And also... I'll add that there's nothing intrinsically better or worse about the these top tier villagers in the game. This is literally thousands of players voting to say we think Raymond is the best of the best villager because he's like a well-dressed, sexy-looking cat and we think he's the best. And if you have Raymond just on your for island, for the record, Matt thinks cats are sexy. I'm just speaking on behalf of the entire Animal Crossing community. No, legit, that's yeah. No, that's how Animal Crossing feels about Anna Raymond. And he legit is, is he's a, he is sexy. But like, if you happen to randomly get one of these villagers on your island, there are marketplaces online where you can then trade the villagers by like forcing them to move out to other players for millions of in-game dollars. And it's unbelievable. So the fact that Brittany has like the top of the top, her villagers are worth like bajillions of bells or money in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I spent a lot. She's the hardest core player I've ever Oh my to, god. <laughs> well, so I so they get excited because I do have Raymond. I have Julian. I have Audie. Audie's new. She's a wolf. She's cute. I have Judy, who she's literally the villager embodiment of my island. Like if there was a villager that looked like my island, it's Judy. She is blue on one side of her and pink and purple on the other, and like she is an ombre bear. And she has star eyes. So she's literally mermaid colors with star eyes. She sounds she's the awesome. the freaking best. It's on um, brand for you. No, she's perfect. Props to Judy. And then I have Marina. Wait, what's Marina? Marina is my personal favorite villager before Judy. Um, she's a little pink octopus. So still mermaid themed. Yeah, she's a favorite. Um, Bianca is a white leopard with purple spots. Um, she's not super high up, but she's I, she's one I like. Anka is a cat that that looks like an Egyptian cat. She goes with Lucky, who's a mummy dog. Is she also a sexy cat? No, she's a grumpy little girl. (laughs) Sounds sexy. But she looks like an Egyptian princess, so... 
And again, I just want to emphasize that these tiers are completely subjective. They have no meaning in the game. It is just what the community is obsessed with. And I fucking love that. Julian's a unicorn. So. Oh, no. oh my goodness. Okay. He's a unicorn that has all of the Galaxy Celeste stuff in his house. So his whole house is super extra. It's all gold furniture and a cloud floor. Okay. We have one more space for a resident on our island, and my daughter would lose her mind if a unicorn came to our island. So we'll keep, we'll keep an eye out for her. <laughs> well, this all sounds so whimsical and the perfect way to get out of the real pandemic y world. Um, so yeah, I got to go fuck I- a cat. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> I think for our final question we were curious just to hear your thoughts overall on like why do you think animal crossing has become a place where people are interested in connecting romantically (laughs) so i think that's just partially because of when animal crossing came out like animal crossing came out right when the entire world went on lockdown right like the switch has been out for what two years now almost three and we just got animal crossing And this Animal Crossing is by far the best one that they've ever done. So it's a combination of everybody was already waiting for the game to begin with. If you're not, you're stuck in your house and you have nothing better to do. And all of your friends are playing Animal Crossing. And you probably have a Switch because it's the most family-friendly, user-friendly console on the market right now. And is incredibly worth the amount of money and is portable. And if you weren't thinking about getting Animal Crossing, you probably got it because all of your other friends did and are like, this game is amazing. Everybody wants to play something together and wants that connectivity regardless of if it's romantically. But if you wanted to connect romantically, chances are the person you're trying to connect with, you already have stuff in common with them. And if you're a gamer and you're finding another gamer, chances are they have Animal Crossing or have thought about getting it and later on down the road are going to get it so that you can't have a date there anyway. All right, all right, I'll get it. (laughs) So I don't know that it's necessarily a romance thing. I think it's just a need for connection as a whole. But because gamers are trying to connect with other gamers in general, this is a nice middle ground for them to have a date that feels like a real date because they want to go on real dates, but they can't do that without sacrificing their health or their livelihood or whatever. Well, thank you, Lady Brittany. You have inspired me to have better dates in real life, but also potentially in Animal Crossing. Oh, you and Adam are crushing it. He hid waffles for you. What? Every time. That was a pretty good one. Everyone knows I'm already obsessed with Jen's boyfriend. I think they're the best couple ever. And then every new thing I learn, I'm like, fuck, man, that's crazy. It's so good. (laughs) Well, I don't know. We don't like catch stars together or chill with bears. Yeah, because it's literally not feasible unless you get Animal Crossing. You can't catch stars, Jennifer. I'm just saying it might be fun to have like a director for our dates. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, you need a cruise director for sure. We all could use that. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for joining us. It's been awesome hearing about this. You sound like a good person. Oh, thanks. I try. That just gave me such a feeling of escape from quarantine like i wish i could play um but almost just hearing her describe it like transported me it sounds so lovely i want to get a switch but not while all of our work is crumbling (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) by the way you can visit patreon.com slash 2g1b (laughs) (laughs) bye get ali a switch
I just think uh, she and her friends sound really lovely. Like they just spend a lot of their time trying to like just bring other people joy. <laughs> and honestly, like it sounds like the stuff you can do in Animal Crossing is like, like we said, like exactly what I wish I could just be doing all the time in everyday life. <laughs> like, <laughs> decorating your house. I, I I obviously agree with her about the investment cost. And so when you think about how much entertainment you get from, if you go to a movie, well, it's like $20 and then you get popcorn and then you get like two hours of entertainment and that's like $30 or depending on what city you live in. But yes, the Switches cost $300 and yes, you got to buy a $60 game, but this is the kind of game that you can play every day for multiple hours for every day, like you will not be able to experience the entire game until you've been playing it every day for an entire year. That's how much entertainment you get out of it. And it's not boring. Like there's so much to do that you're constantly, you constantly want to come back to it. It's also how you define value. Like I'm too type A where I'm like, well, or I could learn a skill. You know what I mean? I could work on my ukulele or I could be gaming. I don't know. It's hard. For me, I'm just too, I'm too anal. Yeah. Uh, but you know what you know what it is for me i i don't watch television anymore and so Uh, the the time it's like i just want to chill out what do i do well a lot of people watch tv and movies i just really don't watch a lot of television i choose to spend the time on games like this and that's the sacrifice i make i'm still a productive person i still you know hold down my job Uh, so that's the (laughs) trade-off you know yeah um yeah, that, that's the thing. It's like I'm actually like trying to watch more TV because I'm pitching go. it. But yeah, that's true. I, I, I really do want to go. I went on a bathtub date with this guy, Carl, and he I, th- I can't, actually I can't remember. I think he brought it up and I was like, oh, my God, I've been wanting to do that about going on a date in Animal Crossing. But then we both realized that neither of us have a Nintendo Switch. You all probably remember Ellie is streaming some of her dates on Twitch. So, sort Ellie, how can of... they find you? If they want... Are you still doing it? I sort of am. I just like I forgot how boring dates are. So (laughs) (laughs) I thought the first one with Carl in the bathtub was fun. And then I think all of them were kind of downhill. Um, No offense to the guys who came on who were like good sports, but like dating is boring. But I think if I do it more, I'm going to figure out how to like super gamify it where like the audience can basically like be rating our compatibility the whole time. And if we don't reach a certain compatibility level, the date just ends. <laughs> you know, Fair just enough. like more ways for people to like interact and like have stakes so that it's right. fun for everyone. I don't know. So I'm sort of doing that. But yeah, twitch.tv slash Allie Gold. Well, guys, we would love to hear from you all how you are gamifying your dates in quarantine, um, whether you're, you know, on a first date or on a hundredth date with somebody. And have you been on a date in Animal Crossing? And what has that been like? You can tweet at me at Junebugger, J-O-O-N-B-U-G-G-E-R. Is that how you spell it? If you'd you like to <laughs> buy me a Switch, you can tweet me at Allie Gold, A-L-L-I-G-O-L-D. Slide in those DMs. You can email us at 2g1podcast at gmail.com. You can also text us. Love the texts and or leave us a voicemail. Love those even more. That phone number is 347-871-6548. That number again, 347-871-6LIT. And join our Discord. Allie, what's that URL again? Discord.gg slash 2g1p. I'm learning. She got it. So join us. I'm sure Lady Brittany will be there. Um, If you're not familiar with Discord, it's a free platform. It's essentially a chat room. Listeners of the show are congregating there. So please join us. Discord.gg slash 2G1P. Last but not least, if they would like to contribute on our Patreon, what do they do? 
I just filed for unemployment, so you can go to our Patreon. <laughs> it's patreon.com slash 2G1P. That's right. <laughs> well, everybody, we hope you have a fantastic week, and we will see you next time. Two Girls, One Podcast is hosted by Jennifer Jamula and Allison Goldberg, then sold for a bag of turnips. I mean, produced and edited by Matt Silverman in New York City. Production assistance is provided by the Podglomerate. This show is a production of The Daily Dot, the number one source for in-depth reporting about life on the internet. The Podglomerate. A sonic universe. Vegan hamster gazing.